Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Here's Armstrong and Getty. There are three levels, I think, of, uh, you know, acquaintance with the thorny issues of our time. And not everybody needs to stand in the public square arguing about them, honestly. You can have a very happy life, not messing with the stuff at all. But you got people who have no idea what the arguments are. Then you have people who can parrot arguments uh, and, 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 and use sentences they've heard before, but they don't really understand them. And, you know, that's kind of the limit of it. And then you got people who actually understand issues and, and ideas and, and can, you know, work through them. Well, John McWhorter, who's definitely from group number three, he's a linguist, he's a professor at uh, Columbia, is it? Doesn't matter. Academia's stupid. But anyway, he's a, he's brilliant and he, a great writer. He's a proud black man. And he doesn't believe a, a lot of the hokum that goes around these days. He's out with a new book called uh, Black Racism. Um, or is it Woke Racism? It's funny, I didn't have it in front of me, but it's something like that. Uh, but he went on The View. I guess he's selling a book, and so he thought, what the heck, I'll talk to people. Or he'd never heard of it. Didn't know what he was walking into. <laughs> certainly never seen it. But uh, let's uh, listen to the great man discuss the whole woke thing with the clucking hens of the view. Let's begin with 91, Michael. These days there's this new way. And the new idea is that to get past what we need to get past, we need to teach non-black America that they are complicit in an abstract sense in a racism that's all around us. And that until you understand that complicitness and feel a certain guilt for your white privilege and realize that that stain will never leave you, then black America can't get forward. And my issue is just that I think black America can get forward without that grand psychological experiment, which it's not that I don't think it's pretty or something. I don't think it's going to work. And there are too many people who really need help for us to indulge in that third wave. That's my problem with it. Yeah. Woke racism is the name of the book. How a new religion has betrayed black America. Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead with ninety two. Then I want to enlarge on what he said. So you, I just want to make sure I understand. So, are you saying you don't think the racism that people have been pointing out exists? No, racism does exist. And call me a cynic, I'm not sure how much we can completely eliminate it. And this is the thing: Mm -hmm. I think that Black Americans can succeed despite the fact that non-Black people are psychologically imperfect. My main interest Mm -hmm. is in what we can do to move ahead and to finish the job. And I'm not saying racism is okay, and I'm not saying there's no such thing as systemic racism. I'm saying that focusing on teaching America lessons about that isn't necessary to creating happier black lives. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's some subtlety there, and I think he's absolutely right. And Don't he, he focus of, on your victimhood. Well, yeah, that's absolutely part of his message. I, I also thought that um, and he kind of subtly hinted at a, a great truth that if we wait till the moment we have eliminated racism from humanity, we're going to be waiting a long damn time. And if we wait for some magical moment where all the white people, I guess, uh, in spite of all the racism among many, many ethnicities and races, uh, if we wait for all the white people to drop to their knees and, and announce, I am healed, I am healed, uh, we're going to waste an awful lot of time when we could be moving productively to, say, you know, uh, improving schools that teach uh, predominantly kids of colors or whatever, color or whatever. There are a hundred things we could be doing instead of that fanciful, ridiculous, uh, you know, 
like religious coming together. Now, the fact that it will take forever is perfect for the woke crowd because that way they never, ever have to relinquish power. As long as they can point to a little racism in society, their their power must endure because we haven't had that giant magical moment. Uh, let's hear number 94, Michael. We need to embrace our white guilt. Didn't you say that, or did I miss? No, no, no. You can have white guilt, uh-huh. and that's just fine, and there it goes. You need not worry whether you're guilty enough, because frankly, even if you weren't terribly guilty at all, look what happened in the 1960s. I don't get this idea that we need to have this grand teaching about the depths and the significance of white guilt and complicity before black people get help. I just think that we strayed from what civil rights was supposed to be about. So change the system. Yeah, the system should mm-hmm. be changed. Right. And I don't think that these psychological teachings are necessary to that changing of the system. I think that's an excellent point. My mind goes blank when I hear those women. Oh, I know. I know. I just want to I just want to leave. Not because they're women, because they're those women. I want to fake I'm getting a cell phone call and step outside. <laughs> yeah. All right. One more. Clip 95. There are people who are trying to turn upside down our intellectual, artistic, moral, and judicial culture to a large extent, and Jane, I know you know this because we've talked about it, to a large extent, they're succeeding. Are there other bad things happening in the country? Yeah, but if I see the institutions that I'm familiar with, and that is, for example, academia, the judicial system, what we think of as morality, what we think of as culpability, and the arts. I think of those things as at least a little bit important. If I see those things being turned upside down by a really frightening ideology, then I have to speak out. And I don't know if I can measure whose Holocaust is bigger in these cases, but the only question would be why I wouldn't call out what's going on on the left. Wow, so he's not going to be bothered with figuring out whose Holocaust was bigger. That was another subtle, very gentlemanly shot at intersectionality. Sure. He mentioned culpability. You have these four black teenagers who unleashed a horrific beating on a poor Asian teenage girl. Um, and, and, you know, the races can be reversed. This has nothing to do with specifically black people or whatever, but, um, a Philadelphia city council member has issued a statement defending the group's action, claiming the girls were trying to articulate what needs to be done to address racial bias. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, that's the very sort of thing that Jason Riley was writing about in the Wall Street Journal the other time, the other day, that if we start excusing violence from one race to the other and just like random, you know, crimes, yeah. And we start making up excuses for him. We're really going to get off the rails. That's scary. Yeah, it is. It's it's absolutely terrible. Um, you know, I could give you more of this crackpot's quote, but um, it's just it's it's trying to excuse it, saying, uh, "Well, because there's been brutality against black people, this is absolutely appropriate and predictable." And blah blah blah. I like. Uh, I hate rather uh, clickbait, um, but it, I find it pretty easy to ignore. It just it makes me roll my eyes. It's so stupid. What local insurance agents are telling you, and it's some hot chick with giant boobs and a tank top, and right. whatever. Yeah. Um, just dumb. Um, but this clickbait got me. Einstein's 17 words that are the key to happiness. How do you not freaking click on that? Here it is. A calm and modest life brings more happiness than the pursuit of success combined with constant restlessness. Hmm. I'll read it again. 
A calm and modest life brings more happiness than the pursuit of success combined with constant restlessness. There you go. Yeah, that 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 may well be. I think, you know, different people are made different ways, too. I think some people are not made for the calm and whatever he said life. Got to be striving. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're more like this guy, a Texas man who ripped off um, PPP programs, payment protection programs all across the country. So he ripped off three banks. You know, lots of people did this. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people, including people in prisons, did this. Uh, ripped off the government during the whole COVID thing while we were throwing money around like crazy. And he was able to make up a bunch of fake employees and all this different, different stuff to the tune of $1.6 million. He's 30 years old. Wow. So you've come up with $1.6 million. You're 30 years old. You know what? You uh, you got $1.6 million. You invest it, live a decent life. You're set for life. You're okay. You know, you live in a modest part of the world. You drive modest vehicles, live in a modest house. You don't ever have to worry about money again. That's not what he did, though, as a 30-year-old. He went out and bought a $233,000 Lamborghini. <laughs> Freaking morons. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. First of all, you've just alerted all your friends and neighbors and everybody you know to something weird happened. Because now you got a quarter of a million dollar Lamborghini, you freaking moron. Anyway, he also bought a $14,000 Rolex, $2,000 trip to a Houston area strip club where you got to go show off to the ladies, and he eventually got caught. Now he's Those gonna... are no ladies. <laughs> now he's going to spend nine years in prison. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. China has been spending billions on state-of-the-art venues for what it hoped would be a lavish and prestigious Olympics. So this announcement comes as a blow. Uh, The Biden administration will not send any diplomatic or official representation to the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics and Paralympic Games, given the PRC's ongoing genocide and crimes against uh, humanity in Xinjiang and other human rights abuses. Beijing's brand new facilities were going to be empty of foreign spectators anyway, thanks to COVID. But the White House's decision has infuriated the Chinese. China's foreign affairs spokesman replied with a warning. The U.S. will pay a price for its practices, said Zhao Lijian. You may stay tuned for follow-ups. Oh, shut up. Okay. Uh, the, 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 the outrage of the offended Chinese communists. It's, I'm just tired of it. Boy, are you? I, boy, I, that, that strikes me way differently than when I hear that out of Middle Easterners. Uh, who've been saying that my whole life? I don't know. Yeah. Belligerent China. They get. They got. They got the heft to, to to cause us some problems. I don't know what That's, they. <sighs> yeah, I know. I. But it's their new stance. Just that we we are, we are outraged. We, okay, fine. You got prison camps. All right. You're engaged in a genocide. So we're not sending any diplomats. You don't like it? F you. So here's something interesting. I saw this polling yesterday. I didn't know that. Nearly half of Americans would support 47%. Nearly half would support us completely not going to the Olympics. No athletes either. Mm -hmm. Almost half of America. And I would say that's without uh, most people having any idea what they're talking about. If Joe Biden or anybody else came out and made the argument as to why... How many people do you think know about the Uyghurs in the concentration camps 
and the forced rapes and all the various things that are going on. 10% at max. Yeah, it's a tiny amount. So yeah. if the president did a, uh, you know, a PR push for here's why we're boycotting the Olympics, it's already at half. You'd get that up to two thirds, three quarters in no time. And I thought this was interesting from you, Gov. They surveyed people who know a lot about the Peng Shui case and people who know nothing about it and got completely different answers. To my point, she's the tennis star, right? The tennis star that they disappeared for a while. Um, uh, they're in China. So if you ask Americans, should we boycott the 2020 Beijing Games in this poll, it was about a third, a third, and a third. A third said boycott, a third said I don't know, and a third said yes. Those are people who don't know anything about the Peng Shui thing. People that have heard a lot about Peng Shui, easily over 50% say boycott. And the not goes is down at 26%. Wow, so that's one tennis star being abused and silenced and you see that difference in the poll numbers if you brought to light to the average american the horrors you were just talking about yeah the numbers would have to be enormous yeah you know i was looking at the reagan national defense survey on the same topic and uh, the numbers are a little different but what's interesting is full boycott 47 percent Diplomatic boycott, forty-eight percent. People probably said, "What? Did, what is that? What? Who? What do I care?" Uh, business boycott. No American businesses should sponsor the games, should advertise the games, etc. Sixty percent were in favor of that, and just delay them and pl- have them somewhere else, not dirty commie China. Sixty percent of people were in favor of that. So it's, and that's it's with, interesting. I would not have guessed that, but it's a huge majority position. Yeah, and like I said, that's without the president and the compliant media making the argument. You, you get them to turn, and right. all of a sudden, it's it's practically everybody agrees. I, agree I think completely. that's what we should do. I can't believe that we're participating in the Olympics. I mean, that's, I still find that shocking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough to watch it and get all excited and, you know, I don't know. Right there in the den of the would-be oppressors of the world. Um, well, you you and I grew up at a at the, in the golden era of the Olympics, and I really liked watching it as a kid with my dad. And I'm hoping uh, there'll be some time like that with with my kids watching the various events. But I personally am going to be watching mostly to see if the announcers and advertisers see how they're handling it. It's something that China can do. This billions of dollars they're spending. Because they think it's a good move for them to look incredibly impressive to the world. This is part of, they're using the Olympics as part of their convincing the world that they should be the sole superpower and run the world. That their system works works better. Yeah, they're using the, they're, they're not all excited about this just because it matters to them so much that we have sporting events between countries. No, this is just part and parcel of their whole of country effort to take over the world why would the free world want to participate in that it makes no sense i agree completely i agree completely so my iphone is manufactured in china or was i'm sure and i bring that up because i got an alert i wasn't expecting i get news alerts like crazy Uh, jack and i both subscribe to all sorts of you know this that and the other news uh, outlets um, and occasionally I'll get, you know, local law enforcement alerts or an alert that my wife texted me. Well, this was new. This is an alert from my photos. And it said, a year in review, 2021. Yeah, I got that the other day. And so here, here we go. Let me, let me just uh, let you know how this goes here, just because this is, this is worth uh, sharing with you. Okay. So 
It's not very loud. So we got uh, got Fleetwood Mac singing "Landslide" as it scrolls through my pictures for me and videos and stuff like that. But it includes like videos I made from work for work. It, it includes a picture I took of a barcode to remind myself of the price of something. It has pictures of, like, the bottom of a shoe so I could remember the model or whatever. Right. As, as Stevie Nicks says, And a landslide bring me down. Yeah. There's a picture of a, a golf club because I wanted to tell my brother about it. Or a screen capture of a headline in the Washington Post. Yeah, exactly. The polls about China. Yeah. Not exactly thanks. touching me. Memories. Yeah, not really. That's <laughs> funny. Oh, that was a touching. Memory. I like That's the. Nice. I really like the on this day feature that the phone gives oh. me every single day. It's always weird. Wow, it was this yeah. day. You know, six years ago when my kids were this age that we did this. It's, yeah, I love that. Oh wow, this is weird. The next featurette, uh, my phone. Looking at my phone is good eats over the years, and it's all pictures of food. <laughs> there you How go. does it know? Yeah, well, that's some of the new technology it's got. I love How that you know it's not a crime scene? I love the technology now that you can search on a, a particular face. So I give it a face, and it brings me all the pictures of that face that I've got. Wow. Yeah, that's It's a little scary, but a little scary. Because, you know, the, the shy comms, for instance, the shy comms are well aware of this technology and figuring out how, how, figuring out how to use it to better oppress humanity. Oh, that's right. It's a brand new feature. I've just come up with it. I hope it's uh, ridiculously late in the game. It's the wonderful, 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 probably not the, the amazing cavalcade of COVID. <laughs> just a couple of things. That's, that's right. right, Dr. Cardi. That's right. A couple of stories uh, that are related to Fao Xi's hot and sour Chinese fever, uh, Chinese bat fever. First of all, you probably followed this story, but did you really hear what the court said? President Biden's vaccine mandate for uh, companies with 100 or more employees, and the word was that they were going to extend it as quickly as they could to companies with fewer than 100 employees. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals absolutely booted it into outer space. They went beyond killing it. They hated it. President Biden warned that he lacked the power to mandate vaccines for private workers, but he ordered OSHA to do it anyway. Late Friday came a sharp rebuke by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, an important check. Quote, the mandate's true purpose is not to enhance workplace safety, but instead to ramp up vaccine uptake by any means necessary, wrote one of the judges in uh, for the unanimous panel in a withering opinion that extends the court's earlier stay on the OSHA mandate. Ah, the court's opinion takes apart the OSHA mandate every which way on constitutional, statutory, and procedural grounds. It just murdered it. It will not rise up from the grave. It is dead. Yeah. 
Absolutely. The panel, uh, let's see, as the court uh, explains, OSHA failed to satisfy either condition, either that employees are exposed to grave danger from exposure to substances or agents deemed to be toxic or physically harmful, and that such a standard is necessary to protect employees from such danger. Uh, it just it flunked every single scrutiny they applied to it. Well, we've talked about this uh, administration by administration over the last 30 years or so. Um, presidents go further and further. It used to be seen as because they put their hand on a Bible and swear an oath to the Constitution. They're not supposed to do things that are unconstitutional. Well, little by little, we are now to the point that presidents just do things and see if they can slip it past, knowing it's probably unconstitutional. But I'm going to try it anyway. Right. Sometimes they do it knowing they absolutely won't uh, be able to get it passed, but they get credit from their base. Their base doesn't understand what a, a bold-faced, uh, you know, fake job it was. And they think, wow, they tried, but those stupid conservative courts knocked it down. When if the courts didn't knock it down, that would be a constitutional horror. But it's all performative these days. It's just crazy. But let's not get off on a tangent, Jack. This is the cavalcade of COVID. <laughs> Austria, not Australia. Australia, kangaroos. Austria, Hitler. There you That's go. That's how you remember. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was gratuitous. The Austrian government has ordered a nationwide lockdown for unvaccinated people. It, pro- it prohibits vac- unvaccinated people twelve years and old, uh, twelve years and older, from leaving their homes what? except for basic activities like working, grocery shopping, going for a walk, or getting vaccinated. Otherwise, if you're found out and about, you will be punished. Wow, I wonder how much they're enforcing that. A lockdown for the unvaccinated. It will initially last for 10 days. Police will go on patrol to check people outside to make sure they are vaccinated. Unvaccinated people can be fined up to $1,660 if they violate the lockdown. That's the way we were all, remember, that's the way we were all living back in like uh, March, April of 2020. Most places in America, you weren't supposed to go anywhere except for work or the hospital or the grocery store. Yeah, that was all, all kind of symbolic, though. I mean, I mean, we, we got little IDs printed up that said we're essential workers and broadcast professionals. And obviously, the, without talk radio, the world will wither and die. And I never carried mine and was never asked to show it. Oh, I had it at all times. I had it, uh, I had it tooed, tattooed on my chest in case I left my card at home. That's why I was wondering. I wonder how much they're enforcing that in Austria. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, they're they're having like 17 deaths a day these days reported of course it's a it's a, it's a country of 9 million people so it's a tiny fraction of the US but deaths per 100,000 let's see that's that's 130th so it's less than 130th of our population it's about 135th um and 17 a day wow we have way more people than that dying huh? Dying. I mean, yeah, yeah, we have way more people dying right now. We're averaging eleven hundred a day, uh, and we're not shutting down the whole country over it. Thank God. I think it's significant that we're the country that defeated Hitler, not the one that coughed him up on the world stage. Way to go, Austria! Way to go! It's the cavalcade of COVID, folks. Coronavirus. 
And the final story I wanted to get to, and uh, and and this one is serious, is that people, the American people, got significantly, perhaps disastrously, disastrously sicker during COVID because nobody was getting medical care. And what we think of this in retrospect, even though we're kind of in the middle of it still, after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe, you know, we usually lead with how great Simply Safe is and how we're, they're offering fifty percent off right now for our listeners. I want to mention to you that the, the the complete system customized for your home starts at just over a hundred bucks. So you and your sweetheart can't go out for steaks and a bottle of wine for what it costs you to protect your home or your business or your workshop. Simply Safe is great and it's affordable. Yeah, and it's the best home security system of 2021, according to U.S. News and World Report. And right now, uh, Simply Safe are giving you the uh, access to the Black Friday deals already, fifty percent off the award-winning home security already. Got the cameras, got the sensors, indoor and outdoor, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. Take advantage of Simply Safe's early Black Friday deal for Armstrong and Getty listeners. Get 50% off your new home security system. Visit simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. No long contracts, too. We yep. ought to mention that. Yep, yep. most of these systems month you, say, month. you, you, you get like a two-year uh, commitment. Nope. Boo! Again, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. 50% off simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Got a very important moon to tell you about coming up. Oh, for God's sake, you and your gimmicky moons. So <laughs> this this is this is ripped from Joe Getty's real life. I told you about this earlier. A new study found that the number of Americans able to keep their blood pressure at healthy levels dropped disastrously in my mind in 2020, either because people avoided the doctor's office or were unable to get care because their physicians closed their offices during the pandemic. The other day, I had a cold. I got three different COVID tests, but because I got a cold, the, the front office and my doctor's office said, Oh God, no, don't you dare. We'll, you'll be shot on sight. Right. If you show up here, we'll do a telemed. That's why you gotta lie. Thing. That's why everybody lies. If you right. don't lie about your kid or yourself or whatever, it's almost impossible to function. You can't go to the doctor. You can't go to school. You can't get a babysitter. You can't do anything. Right. And so, as a guy who's been battling blood pressure my entire adult life, I happen to have a pretty good cuff, and it's been really good, you know, last year or so. Uh, but I thought, well, just to be thorough, I ought to check it before my telemed appointment. Well, I checked it, and it was crazy high. So I checked it again, and I checked it again, and it is damned high. It had gotten way higher than it should be, particularly given the drugs I'm on. So anyway... Research presented Saturday at an annual meeting. Oh, and, and the point is, if I didn't have a really good blood pressure cuff, I would still not know mm. that my blood pressure is not well controlled anymore. It is now because I'm working out like a fiend. But anyway, uh, the research presented Saturday at an annual meeting of the American Heart Association showed that only 53.3% of adults in the U.S. had their blood pressure under control. 53% compared to 60.5% the previous year. I mean, okay, so that's not a giant drop, but that's 7% of Americans heading straight down the, the, the full-speed highway toward a stroke or kidney failure or blindness or whatever. Ugh. Said uh, Associate Professor of Epidemiology at Mayo Clinic, there was a substantial room for improvement in blood pressure control to begin with. Then, obviously, with a pandemic and people having fewer inpatient visits, we saw this big drop in blood pressure control. Um, and, and they mentioned heart attack, stroke, uh, kidney disease, etc., um, and they go into some detail on the blood pressure thing. Trust me, get your blood pressure checked, know what it is, and control it. It's super dangerous. But 
there was also a huge drop off in the number of people who got cancer screenings, who got cancer follow ups. People have gained weight, whether it was the 19 pounds that the one story was <laughs> claiming, which seems like an awful lot. Uh, they think people are drinking more. People have started smoking more. All sorts of, of health risks combined with this over the top, completely unjustifiable paranoia at doctor's offices. I told the story the other day. A good friend of my wife's had an upper respiratory infection. It was growing severe, but she couldn't get in person care from her doctor. Her doctor finally emailed her directly and said, look, call and lie. Say you have foot yeah, pain. That's what say I've been a heart palpitation. Say you can't see out of your left eye. Say anything you want. And when you get there and they say, have you been in contact with anybody with COVID or had a fever or uh, nope. already knows, you say no. No. Nope. Because otherwise, you don't get to go in. You got a cough? <coughs> nope. Oh, I've actually done that. I've actually stifled a cough mm. to get to go in and do a variety of things. Yeah, yeah. Boy, COVID paranoia. How much damage has it really done? And I mean, you know, COVID caution is fine, but it's gone way into the paranoia zone. I think most of us would agree with that. How much damage has it actually done to people's health? And will we ever have a full accounting of it? I wonder. But that's a wrap on the Cavalcade of COVID. Coronavirus. Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. But resist, we must. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So they're talking about the fentanyl stuff and opioids we've been talking about. Or You came across this in The Atlantic? Correct, yeah. It's a long excerpt from a brand new book. That is getting no attention, as far as I can tell. And I take in a lot of news from a lot of different sources. And I haven't heard anybody mention it but here that there's a new meth on the streets and has been for a while that makes people incredibly crazy. Mm-hmm. Really fast. Damages their brains, causes severe mental illness within weeks. So I'm thinking about this uh, yesterday after an incident. I'm at the grocery store. Uh, a quite upscale grocery store in a quite upscale neighborhood of, of an expensive town to live in. But it's on the West Coast, so that means homelessville no matter where you are. Just the way it is. Um, but so I'm in the grocery store and don't generally run into homeless people in the grocery store. Certainly not this grocery store. Certainly not where I am. And, uh, in the grocery store. And this guy comes around the corner, like with his arms flailing. I'm with my nine year old son, Henry. And if you're new to the show, maybe you don't know the story that we were accosted by a homeless person in quite the violent, horrible way several years back when they were kids. This guy is in prison. For many, many years because of this, my kids have quite the uh, 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 response to homeless people in general, especially a guy like this. So this guy comes around the corner and says, and I can't say what he said because he's using all kinds of, you know, really foul language. God, GD this, GD that, God, waving his arms saying, then I ever see that guy, I'm going to kill him. Hey, I, I'm I'm bipolar and I got to take away my medicine. And he looks right at me and he's pointing. And I mean, he's right in front of me. He's oh, pointing and saying, and if I see him again, I'm going to kill the MF or I'm going to kill him. And I'm like, and I'm standing in the aisle of the dairy aisle of this brightly lit, beautiful grocery store with the, 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 you know, the soft rock playing in the background and thinking, what the hell is going to happen here? What is this about? And, uh, and Henry kind of is behind me. He's scared to death because we've had this experience before. And, um, and, uh, and luckily the guy 
turns away from me and starts ranting and raving and walking away from me. I didn't know if he was going to throw a punch at me or I, I didn't know what was going to happen. Because, I mean, he's he's screaming, I'm going to kill the MFR, looking right in my face, pointing in my pointing in my face. Mm-hmm. Just fantastic. Henry's shaking with fear because, like I said, we've gone through this before. And, uh, and just like in my mind, I'm just thinking, I'll bet this is the new meth. He's talking about being a schizophrenic and bipolar and all these different things. I'll bet it's the new meth. He's one of those people. Not Certainly that that makes yeah. not that that makes it any better at the time, or it excuses him being on the street or in the grocery store or anything like that. But I'll bet it's the new meth. Yeah, yeah. When are uh, we going to wake up to that? I, I don't know. I think, and it hadn't occurred to me when we were talking about this at the time because I assumed. You know, a, a publication is well thought of as the Atlantic. It's widely redistributed. Uh, the, the the jabbering heads of the world, including ourselves, uh, tend to read it now and again or get alerts from it. So I thought, wow, okay, this is huge. This is so important because there is a major crisis in so many American cities with bums and junkies. And you can say homeless if you want, but the, the, the classic homeless person doesn't bother anybody. No. It's bums and junkies no, no, these, that these bother are, people. These are drug addicts. Right. Um, you know, and whether it's their fault or not, I don't know. You can, you know, judge that however you want. But the, regardless, you got a drug addict now crazy because he's ruined his brain person. What are we going to do about this? Like at this grocery store, I took a picture and I was going to tweet it out, but I decided not to a couple of weeks ago. I took a picture of a guy sleeping right in front of the door of the same grocery store. And now I've had this guy inside the grocery store. Right. So it's not safe to be inside the grocery store. A couple of years ago, there wouldn't have been one person like that within miles of this grocery store. Right. Well, the the point I was driving at was that uh, we expected that story to be widely picked up and discussed broadly. I believe that it's not being discussed. It has not gotten picked up and, 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 and echoed because it quote unquote blames the victim. Just purely recognizing fact. Never mind who blames whom. Recognize facts. I think that's number one. And number two, I mean, for instance, uh, and, and the story focuses a great deal on, on LA and some other California cities. In Cal Unicornia, Gavin Newsom has dedicated 12 plus billion dollars to quote unquote deal with the homeless epidemic, which is mostly a drug addict epidemic. That money is going to somebody. That money is going to well-connected, on-the-left organizations, and they have billions of dollars of the taxpayers' largesse at stake. They're not going to screw it up by bringing up inconvenient facts. So you're not getting uh, anybody discussing it. And it's just, it's, it's horrifying. By the way, I think it's worth mentioning. The, uh, Jack and I, for God, decades lived uh, within, you know, as the crow flies, just, you know, 25 miles, something like that. Um, me in a conservative county, Jack in a liberal county. That S doesn't wash in conservativeville, California. In red counties in California, it does not wash. It's all about policy. Yeah. And and even where this place was there, like I said, a couple of years ago, you, you would have never seen anybody like that within miles of this particular grocery store in this neighborhood. I mean, it just would have been unthinkable. Now you got a guy sleeping in front of the door when I was there a couple of days ago and a guy inside the store when I'm there yesterday. Yeah, that's how yeah. much it's changed. But. So you're right. There are two angles of it. You got you got the soft hearts out there and God bless you. You know, we need you to care about the world, I think you're way off track on a lot of this. I think when you give money to one of these people, you're an, 
You're, I think you're a moron for giving money to these people, yeah. uh, like handing cash on the street. But um, so you got that crowd who doesn't want to blame the victim. But then the other crowd, the the homeless industrial con- complex with the billions, billions of dollars washing around, it blows up the whole structure of the thing. If you're going to accept this, it immediately falls apart. Your right. whole plan for how you're going to spend your money and who's going to get it immediately falls apart if you're going to acknowledge this new myth. So what do you Yeah, the problem is housing. Housing is expensive. People need housing to get on their feet, to take a shower, to straighten their tie and show up for their job interview. They're tweakers and they're taking new meth, different chemical composition that gives them severe mental illness. It's crazy, man. I just and this guy, this guy walks around the, the grocery store, and so, uh, Henry, my son, really wanted me to go tell somebody or get a security guard or whatever, and I was going to, but I was trying to avoid him. So, like, we're going around corners. I'm looking down the aisle. It's the middle of the day. There's hardly anybody in this giant grocery store. Mm-hmm. And um, and and I'm climbing, because I don't want to run into the guy again, because he's a guy that clearly it could turn into a confrontation really, really fast. Sure, yeah. So I'm yeah. walking He's around got the no control. Around. He's out of control. And eventually I see him go out the front door. So he just wandered around the store for a while and left and went back and you know, went on his way as a crazy, uh, probably violent person. Yeah, yeah. Just waiting for that yep. encounter with some innocent victim that turns tragic. Yep. There, are, There's not a super cold spreading around America. Apparently that's a hot topic right now. A super cold? This is a worse cold or worse flu than I've ever had before. A super cold the belief is by top infectious disease experts that people are so not used to being sick, they've forgotten what a cold or flu feels like. And so when they're getting it, they're like shocked at how bad they feel. I had a good old 10 day feel crappy cold not too long ago. And yeah, I was kind of reminded, man, this is fairly miserable. Colds are miserable. <laughs> 